Hey guys, if you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that helps you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money out of your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello guys, welcome to 30 Minutes with Phoenix. Yes, now I'd like to reiterate that one of the aim of this platform is to showcase my friends who are doing good deeds within their local community to the world to share their stories and challenges as well. So we're trying to create awareness that we see them and making them know that we also appreciate their little effort, especially here in Nigeria where things are difficult and people doing good deeds are hardly even recognized as well as people showing little act of kindness to each other. Hopefully this could spark up ideas and change within the Nigeria space. So on today's episode, I had the privilege to have an amazing interaction with this wonderful personality a young man who has chosen to make a little impact to his society through the use of digital technology and health innovation to share health information that are precise short and easy to understand to his community i hope you enjoy our conversation so take a listen as he introduces himself Okay, my name is Ulisaya Timothy Oluwatomi. Okay. I'm a Nigerian, born in Nigeria, born and raised in Nigeria. Okay. I'm from Kogi State, but I probably never really lived in Kogi State. I was born in Kwara State and lived the first four or five years of my life in Kwara State. And since then, I've been in Abuja. And that's where I did my primary school, secondary school as well. And I went to Kotakot for, okay. for college, for university. I graduated from the unique University of Kotakot, Nigeria. My interests are quite broad. I think it's basically around my job as a health professional as a pharmacist and also my keen interest in politics and governance. Any fun time, any hard time while growing up? Any peculiar stories? I can't really think of hard time because I would say I can't myself quite privileged because okay. not like I I had so much, we had so much, but we had the basic things of life, so we didn't really feel we had any problem. problem. We were just having fun. It's not that we're adults; it's that okay, there's a lot to do and all that. So tell us about your journey as a pharmacist. Okay, basically, I think there's this. Most times in secondary school, we have the science class, where you do physics, chemistry, biology, you have the arts class and business class. I was in science class and clearly I was just drawn towards the medical the medical line. And so the first thing was, okay, I'll be, I'll be a medical doctor. Yeah, and, everyone has that. And back then, when I look back now, I now understand my journey more. Because sometimes with the benefit of hindsight, you look back and you really understand it better. Yeah. I had this this interest in chemistry. I was very good in chemistry. There's some of my in school, they call me some call me chemistry, some call me chemical, some call me one of our funny names. They talked about how one time I had an exam and I used both code perfect score in the exam. Wow. So I really loved chemistry. I felt like okay, it's natural. I could easily go into something related to the medical profession. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing was okay, medical doctor. But just like I said, when you look back at the journey, you need to understand why certain things happen the way they happen. Okay. So I probably went to first jam. I didn't get the medicine I wanted. And the second time I wrote jam, that's when I considered pharmacy. And I think then I began to understand 
understand the link between my interests and the course. Because I think many times young people just pick a course because we just feel like, okay, this is like the main thing. But as you understand a bit more, you are open to life, you're open to your own unique gifts and unique, unique interests. So now looking back and ask myself, I don't think I'll have really done well as a surgeon. I don't think I have that. <laughs> Probably in my mind I would believe that okay, there's nothing I can't do if I still have to do it, but it's not a it's not totally flu with me okay. being a surgeon. So but I think at that point when I now consider pharmacy, but there was no ambition for medicine that yet. When I looked at pharmacy, I began to really look at the course and appreciate it and like it. So by the time I was doing my third jam, I already made up my mind that I wasn't even interested in medicine again. So I just went for pharmacy and I just got it. And over the years, from first year, second year, I began to really appreciate the decision I made. I'm like, okay, I think this is too more in line with my interest as a person. Studying pharmacy in university, but how could, how is it like? Yes, like like, like everybody, like pharmacy education is quite tasking. The training is quite rigorous. Okay. So coming in and facing that challenge wasn't so easy because you have to a lot of lot of time. So basically, there were a lot of happy times. There were a lot of great, wonderful times when putting effort and you get the result that you like. At certain times, you get the result that you didn't like. But as I always see, I always see my time there as a training, a training experience for the outside world. So you learn to take what life gives you and make the best. So there were unique, there were unique challenges in terms of time, in terms of having to fill some courses and rewrite them, which is something that happens a lot in pharmacy school. I won't, I won't come out and say I had a smooth ride, you know, I had to take, okay. take one or two courses. And but basically, when I look back, I think it was worth it because it really prepared me okay. for life outside. Oh, and just like I used to tell some people now, I say like you can I say life in pharmacy school is actually easier than life outside pharmacy school. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> it is. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. The life in outside pharmacy. Yeah, no. It depends mm-hmm. though if you know what you're doing. But um life in school is to me is way more difficult, especially mm-hmm. if you don't have the exact support that you mm-hmm. that you need. And if your probably your sponsors don't yes. understand the whole rudiment of being a pharmacist. As long as you've gotten out, probably gotten the degree, and then you are out, mm. it is way more easier mm. because you have focus, mm. something like that. That's, 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 yeah, that's an that's angle as well. I, I think more of, I'm thinking more from the angle of it being adulthood, like full okay, adulthood, okay, okay. With, with all its responsibilities. I would, I would understand that. I understand that while going out of school, I needed mentoring, and I think I just had to do it myself. I don't know if you have any thoughts about mentoring. Mentorship. I think mentoring is really key, really key. If now we have social media, and there's a lot we can do social media, a lot we can do with technology. We can have platforms and have this. I believe there are many of the pharmacies that are ahead really desire to do this mentorship, but I think the missing link is the intermediary. Who is going to bring that? Who is going to link up? Okay. Those that need mentorship and the, the mentors and the mentees. So I, I think the, the regulatory body and the universities themselves, because that's the, that's the starting point for me. You, you just talked about um, health innovation right now and I see that you have such a great interest about healthcare and health innovation. So, um, and I'm aware that you, is it, are you the team leader or you are the head coach? I don't know how to describe this. Tell us about Healthy Ninja, that online magazine. Perhaps tell us about the aim, goals and objectives about Helping mm-hmm. Talking about why, because I think one of the things I've learned in life is that when you want to do something, set you on why you're doing this and why are you doing this. So your why keeps you going even when you're not getting the results you want at the moment. So Helping Ninja came from a desire to just get people better informed about their health. Okay. And I, I I felt that a lot of diseases can be could be prevented if people have basic information about what they can do to keep themselves healthy. And what started as for me just a blog where I could just write about any topic that comes to mind.
mind or any topic that I feel people need to hear about has finally metamorphosed or grown into something more. Okay. Something more. When I started, when I started it about two years ago, what I had in mind was just just a, just personal blog where I would just write stuff. But I think going forward, I want to see it in a bigger way. I want to see it as a platform where a lot of like minds, just professionals and non-professionals alike, can come together and develop content innovatively okay. that will be very appealing to the public. I think there is this notion that health promotion can be boring, can be yeah. technical, can be annoying. And I think the average person just wants something that is easy to understand, something that is relatable. And yeah. that's what the Health Brand stands for. I would like to really, really commend the the team as well. The quality of the co- publication is quite impressive considering the the latest issues that that's was it October issue, right? Yes, yes, actually our first issue was in January actually. January. Yes, we did an issue in January before the election. Okay. We did that was basically on election and what what we should look out for in picking our leaders. We did one in January, we did one in April. So it, it, the our magazine is a we do it every three months. So we have four okay. issues every year and we want to only maintain that and have four issues. So that year. that is just it. Four issues every, every year. Every year. Okay. How do you go about it as in how how do you go about uh, getting your content in the magazine? You are here and others there. How do you get to organize the whole graphics design, the whole content? Because I was really, really impressed when I saw that publication. I could not, I, I, I shared it all over my social media platform. How's been the response so far? Okay, I think that at this point, it's very important for me to mention at least a few names. Okay, because when the magazine comes out, a lot of work really goes on behind the scene. And I think I'll be the last to, I'll be the last to claim um, responsibility for the good work you see. But I'm going to mention specifically. Pharmacy, this is one name, Degaya. She's okay. our lead editor. She she has done a fantastic job so far. She has been behind editing and proofreading, and basically some of the topics we come up with. She has been the one that has come up with some of them. I've come up with some of them. Some of them have come from our, our other team members. But this is one name, Degaya is our lead editor, and she has done a fantastic job so far. Her name is Wally of Note. They also have um, Farm Wellington Atuzi. Okay. He's a graphic designer, and he does. So any graphic design you see from Eddie Niger is costly. Twenty design solutions wow. that is managed by pharmacies that do anything. So all those high popping designs and graphics. So we can come about come up with the writing, the interviews, the content. But he brings it to life. He brings it to life in that appealing way you see in the magazine. And honestly, he has he has done a great job in the f- last four issues we have done. And the wonderful thing about it is that each edition keeps getting better and better. And yeah, I'm I really, noticed, I noticed that I'm re- as well. I'm really, I'm really proud to work with people like them. Yeah. I also have a lot of other friends that are working with me, from TGK, from Daniel. Actually, our team members are actually up to almost 30. And that's why I can't really mention all the names. But what you have noticed would be pharmacists. This is one need to go our lead editor. And pharmacists are Tuesday Wellington, our creative designer. Every month, we have a, a focus or a team. Okay. We, we brainstorm about possible topics. We look at what we saw our listeners. We look at what's trending. We look at basically our our attention will always focus on our readers, our listeners. So no matter how much we are motivated by writing something, we want to be sure that what we are writing actually actually serves the purpose, actually meets the needs of our listeners or those that follow our platform. And that's why we're putting the work we put in to ensure that whatever we are putting out is correct, 
Okay. They can bank on it and they can easily understand it and they can enjoy it. We want to make health information easy to understand, enjoyable, easy to share and really relate to it. And that's what we've tried to do so far with our magazine. Like the last one we did now, we just had women's health in mind. Okay. And so we structured our topics focused on women's health. Women's health. Women's health. And one important part of our, our magazine, one important goal we have for our magazine, we want to celebrate people that are doing great stuff in the health profession. Yeah, I, I like I like that yes. part. But I, I, that. I noticed that. That. So my my sound way, but we're looking forward to the time when being on the cover page of our magazine is such a big deal as being yeah. cover with Forbes magazine because yeah, sure. believe that we should celebrate ourselves. Sure. We mustn't always wait for the foreign media, foreign outlets to celebrate our homegrown mm-hmm. people. We believe there are so many great persons that are doing great stuff in the health profession. Some people are not even health professionals, but their impact is felt in the health profession. Just like on the world stage now, you talk about Bill Gates. He's not a doctor or a health profession professional. Is a tech person, but he has done more for healthcare than some government actually. And so that's part of our desire. Though it's not every issue that we might have a personality interview. Okay. But one of our goals is to celebrate people that are doing stuff innovatively and are contributing a lot to solving problems okay. in the health sector. So do you have a, have you had any challenges so far? The major challenge you have to be having the kind of content that we want, kind of content that we want. So I think the challenge is the time it takes to come up with such content, the time it takes to go through them, to make sure it's correct, to edit and make sure I bring something that is almost perfect. You know, many times when we finish, you feel that like it wasn't perfect and we can always improve. A trend that you talked about on Twitter. Don't worry, we share your Twitter handle later. And you talked about fixed healthcare. Now tell us about that. Someone once mentioned that healthcare is not a right. What would be your response to that? I, I think every every human being has a right to healthcare. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as an individual, as long as individuals in various parts of the of the world have surrendered part of their rights or part of their independence to a governing body or some form of a government that should have a social contract. With the citizens, then I think every individual has the right to healthcare. And when you talk about that hashtag fixing healthcare, it just comes back to what I talked about healthy Niger brand, okay. health information, and health advocacy stroke, health activism. Okay. And we believe that as health professionals and even non health professionals that have seen the problems in the health sector, we can't just keep quiet about it. We need to engage in the political class and we need to bring it to the, the forefront of national issues. That healthcare is an emergency, it, it's, it's, it's so important because healthcare is life. When you don't have health then you're not really enjoying life mm-hmm. and that's why really every human being has the right to healthcare and that's why part of our, our advocacy that we do is what government to fix healthcare we have seen that the problems in the healthcare system are vast and numerous and from underfunded hospitals to poor enumeration for health workers to poor system design to they are, they are so enormous and we believe that there must be a conscious effort to solve those problems one at a time we believe that right now there is there is no political commitment to solving and that's no political commitment okay. and that's how we want to talk about that hashtag on our platform fix healthcare we're trying to just issue a rallying call what are we doing about healthcare sometimes I feel like even you know our politicians should just on just come in silently into Nigerian hospitals and see for themselves what's going on see what happens when people come in for emergencies and certain things are not available and go to the villages and see how just to give birth women are losing their lives they have very damning health health statistics in Nigeria that's for the one that we have so bigger there are so many problems but we believe that these problems are opportunities for us to be innovative the opportunities for us to take responsibility and that's the that's the aim of the fixed healthcare hashtag we believe other people should jump on it and let's have our voices and get government to be more responsible for healthcare the funding we get we get for healthcare now is probably on probably grossly inadequate and even what we have is not still being used in the most effective way because 
It's one thing to have funds, it's another thing to use the funds in the most effective way to solve your problem. So we have issues with our priorities, we have issues with our health system, design of our health system. So we have a lot of issues, but we believe that these issues can be solved if we all put our hands together and get to work. Because okay. there's a, a lot of work to do actually. Alright, and do you, have you had any experience in healthcare failure? As a, from, from a patient point of view, I've not really had that experience. Probably I would say I'm, I'm one of those lucky persons that I really have not had, I've, I've not had health emergencies to attend mm-hmm. to. But I've actually observed failure in healthcare as an observer, mm-hmm. as someone that sees what happens in hospitals. Mm-hmm. You hear stories, like I know back then when in school then there was a time when a, a student was rushed to the emergency to the emergency unit and somehow there was no bed space for the student. That experience, that um, talked to my head for a long time. And even when I did my when I did my final year project, I tried to do a project on drug shortages in public health centers. And by by discussing with health workers and people I work in, I discovered that essential drugs are not available in some hospitals or they are available and they go out of stock. And the period of time be- between when they are exhausted and when the next batch comes is so long. And you now wonder how the system is functioning with thousands of essential drugs. And I think this is a recurring issue in many hospitals around and these are just a few of the challenges I've seen. I've not had a personal experience that affected me or a family member. But I think I shouldn't wait till it happens to me. I should mm-hmm. take that initiative and be willing to be a part of the, be a part of solving the problem because in the end it will be better for it yeah. all right let's move on further um so these are just some fun questions now um what's the biggest thing you've learned so far this year one of the biggest i've learned this year is be able to look at an issue from different perspectives and be able to look at both my perspective and that of others be able to look at the perspective that seems positive to me and that seems negative as well but i think i'm learning to be more reflective okay. about daily about daily affairs what are your aspirations in life and my aspirations will be actually getting my getting into a situation or a position where i can actually make more large-scale changes all right thank you so so much for coming on for accepting the invitation i know we've passed our time and I would like you to share your social media handle if you have any and as well as your your online magazine website and probably hopefully well tell us when we should be expecting the next issue as well. Okay. Okay, my personal social media web, social media uh-huh. handle yeah. I'm on Twitter at the health activist. Okay. Letter D health activist that's my handle on Twitter. I use Twitter more. Okay. I'm also on Instagram at Tommy Tommy underscore NG. Tommy underscore ng t-o-m-i underscore ng on instagram as well then for healthy ninja our website is healthy ninja dot ng our website you can also search for us on facebook you see our page on facebook you also see our page on instagram healthy underscore ninja same on twitter as well okay. you also have a youtube page if you search healthy ninja it's also pop out then our magazine i will, I will have every three months like i said we did four in 2019 and the next issue should be out in january, january. i think purely look out for that oh. we'll, we'll have something new <laughs> any any snippet on what what to have something just expect something different all right, all right. Okay. Different. Or if I will add something controversial as well. <laughs> <laughs> controversial. That would be nice though. You can yes. see something a little yes. bit controversial. Yes. Thank you so so much. I really do appreciate your time.
all right guys that's it for this episode for your thoughts and interactions please follow us on our twitter handle at 30mwpx for any thoughts interactions or suggestions please send us an email 30mwpx at gmail.com that's it for this episode see you on our next episode happy holiday guys stay safe ciao this is an initiative of Xavier Corporation.